everyone and welcome down to episode 97 of the Down South Photo Show and welcome back I guess because we've uh, been away a little bit with me Brendan Waits here in Ocean Grove, Victoria, Australia and the guy on the other screen or in your other ear if you are listening to the podcast it's Cam Blake in Hobart, Tasmania. Welcome home Cameron. Mm. Yay we made it home, we made it out alive. We did Slightly. in one piece. I, I might be more scarred but I made it home alive. Um, <laughs> hello. Um I feel like I only saw you like a day ago. Um, yeah, about right. Day and a bit. Yeah. yeah. It was uh yeah. I think you'd be pretty accurate there. Cam and I have just completed mm. our inaugural uh multi-day workshop. We've done a few one-day yes. workshops together, but this was our first uh multi-day workshop up in the wonderful Mali region of it Victoria. was wonderful. I'll give you that. Um, I was a bit skeptical. Yes, well. But- you, you, you I, I produced the goods. I was very confident we would uh, we would come away with something pretty good, which we will break down uh, in tonight's episode. We're going to talk a bit about the workshop. Uh, we have also uh, been, both of us, to the Bright Festival of Photography, which was episode 96 for those of you playing along at home. Uh, we're going to talk a bit about that tonight as well, a bit of a recap on top it of doesn't, that. Doesn't that feel like a month ago? <clears throat> it does, and it was literally nine days ago that we were in Nine Bright, days ago. So. I feel like that was like last month or something. It's, crazy. <laughs> it's been it's been we when we looked ahead to october we knew it was going to be quite quite stacked and uh yeah you've got to get on a plane in a few days as am i in a few <laughs> days as well so it's all <laughs> it's non-stop it is non-stop um but yes we had bfop we had uh, uh then we had the murray Mallee, and then yeah we're off again so you're off to where are you going queensland i'm is going queensland? to queensland i'm going to go queensland. with my brother and That's right. I'm also um, going to a very good friend of mine's place, but uh, he doesn't know that. So hopefully he doesn't listen to the show. Oh, oh yes. I know who you're talking about. Yes. Your mate. We'll keep that on the down low. Correct. Um, yeah. Thank you for everyone for subscribing and following along with this wonderful little shit show we've got going on here. It's it's lovely to have you on board. Show. Did you say shit show? <laughs> it's, it's lovely to have you on board. Oh, my God, uh, mate. Yeah, yeah. Way, way to sell it. Yeah, you're doing we, really well. Yeah. We have blown past uh, 660 something subscribers on YouTube. So thank you everyone for that. Uh, and the downloaded hours, I think, are fast approaching 15,000 downloaded hours, downloaded hours on uh, the audio version of the podcast. So thank you for that as well. That's a lot. That's pretty good. Yes, oh, I'm lot. pretty happy. Now, now, for those who might be thinking, gee, Cam's paying no attention to Brendan. He's just looking off the screen, fluffing around with his phone. You'd be <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, only reason is because Brendan threw it on me about two seconds before we went on saying, oh, when we talk about BFOP, let's have our BFOP backgrounds. But then Correct. we talk about the Murray. Let's have the Murray ones on there. That's right. And do you think I've got any available on my computer here? No. Probably so I'm, not. I'm multitasking. Right. We don't have yes. to do that. We can, we'll work it out as we no. go. It's totally fine. Um, now, now thinking, yes. before you go any further, we're in yes, the nervous sir. 90s. We've got 98, 99, then 100. Yes. I reckon... This is going to be big, maybe. I reckon we could do the 100th episode with me being in a different hemisphere. Um, That would be absolutely fantastic. That'd be pretty cool. Yes. It sounds maybe like it's going it to probably Los- line up with that. Maybe I could do it from the Las Vegas Strip after 45,000 uh, beers with five-star Dan. Isn't the um, Formula One Grand Prix on in Vegas around then as well? Is it? You. <laughs> get out no it's not surely you might want to check your schedule it's not too far away anyway we'll find out um yeah but this is well this is this is not a racing show actually no it's the week before oh there you go i was gonna say it doesn't make good radio you look you googling something (laughs) in the background that'd be pretty funny yeah it would be (laughs) um we must 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 make special mention of our october competition cameron um we should uh gangbusters is not uh is not enough it, it it's bigger than it's bigger than ben hur this thing uh we it have is. we have we can literally say now that we have had hundreds of entries into our october yes. competition um the yeah. theme for october is trees and that is yes it purely is open lots to of trees <laughs> you know <laughs> all why. we're this, seeing this, is this, trees this is the one i chose so that's why yeah, yeah i picked a good right. topic tell you yes. what there is i'm just going through some now uh, we are going to need at least two or three beers to go through all these. Other than shots that I take on the beach, I, I'd say, you know, 90% of the rest of my landscape stuff would have a tree in it. 
Yeah. So uh, it was yeah. it was quite quite the can of worms you've opened up here. And yeah, look, and I know our listeners don't need me to blow smoke, but uh, the quality of entry to this point has been nothing short of fantastic. Uh, it's just going to be through. so tough to choose a winner out of this lot. I've, I've I've just seen one just flicking down quickly. I'm like, oh, I hadn't seen that one yet. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And then the one after, I'm like, well, that's equally amazing. <laughs> and then I scrolled down a few more. I'm like, crap, that's that's really really amazing. This is going to be really tough to pick a winner. That is, um, yeah. No, it's good. It's you know good. what though? I, I've I've found one that might be controversial. Two so that's you have, controversial. You have a, you have a. Do you have a clubhouse leader yet, though? I bet you don't. Uh, but you're going to have time on planes to look at this sort of stuff, and as will I. So we'll we will make a short list. Um, I'll tell you who's not. I'll tell you who's not winning. Uh, no, I'll be not tell you who's not winning. There's someone who's entered a couple of shots, three shots at least. Me, they're disqualified. No, okay, not yeah, coming. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. DQ'd, DQ'd before they got out of the out of the starting gate. That's fair enough too. Yep. I think so. Um, so before we delve into this week's uh, topics. Uh, Cameron, would you like to tell the lovely viewers and maybe give a thousand words to the listeners uh, your background? Or maybe a 10 words? Well, All right. Well, uh, so a thousand this, words. That's where I was going with that. Thousand words. So this is from Mount Hotham in Bright and the Alpine National Park. Um, so this is actually taken from Mount Hotham in the Alpine National Park, uh, which I think. I'm happy to be corrected, but I think it's one of the biggest national parks in Australia, the Alpine National Park, as in size. Um, so this was actually on the uh, day after BFOP finished. I had a couple of days up in BFOP. It took a couple of days extra just to chill out and explore the area that I love so much because when we do BFOP, you don't really have time to scratch yourself or do any of your own stuff. So I wanted to have a, a look-see afterwards. And I went up Mount Hotham. Uh, with a mate of mine, Jamie, and we went out to dinner plane and he'd never been up there before. I think he was pleasantly surprised at how good the high country is. And on the way back, we ran into the good old Nikon Australia team. They were up there taking some photos as well. So we joined forces for the last hour at sunset and we found these pretty cool spots. But this is an old, uh, I guess it's an old snow gum of some sort or gum of eucalypt of some sort that's died off in the weather but um, or fire maybe. And just looking, uh, I think this is looking sort of southwest off, uh, I think, what's it called? Um, Mount Baldy, I think it's called. Mount Baldy Hut is just down the road from there. Uh, and it was just this beautiful sunset. We had this beautiful color, the white trees starking against the the black sort of fo- uh, background there. worked really well. It's a so, cracker. yeah. I like, I, the, I, uh, actually, I like the tree. The tree is brilliant. I could, I could enter that into our competition. You could. It's definitely got under 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 a, a different name. There's probably literally 48,000 trees in that photo. I reckon there's millions of trees in that photo. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, it is not the largest national park in Australia. The largest oh, national bullshit. park in Australia is the Simpson Desert National Park. Simpson, eh? I just... Um, <laughs> yes, what's I just the largest... go- played that. All right. Mm-hmm. National parks. What's the national parks by size in well, Australia? You can, well, You tell me about your wonderful background. All I did was look up the biggest. So I didn't ask. Okay, my background yeah. was done yes. on a workshop that I went on with Cameron Blake. You know him? Wanker. Uh, up at uh, BFOP, the Bright Festival of Photography. And yep. that was the sunrise. So we're, And it's basically pointing oh, probably 10 degrees to the north of where the sun actually rose. Mm-hmm. The layering up there was... Something to behold. Uh, I now know why that lookout is so popular at sunrise. Uh, I'd never mm-hmm. stood foot on that lookout at sunrise before, so uh, I was excited. Now I'm told uh, reliably that in the far distance that is Mount Kosciuszko. Uh, yes, so that's I, I think I think you're right there. Um, you can definitely see Kosciuszko, and it does. It looks unassuming. Yeah, it does it? It's not. It's not really a peak. It's like a, a mound. Well, the fact that you're uh, so far away from it as well. Uh, yeah, you're yeah, literally had, shooting uh, into another state. That's right. Is that legal? Federal. I'm not sure. Anyway. And so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It was um, it was an eye-opener. It was really cool to be up there uh, seeing Cam go through his paces. Um, I did manage to help out a couple of people as well, take a few shots. So that was yes. very, very cool. I enjoyed doing that. Um, Thank you for that. We also um, had a bit of an experience there. Cameron, where um, a lovely one of your customers decided that they might <laughs> drop their <laughs> 24 to 70 Nikon F2.8 lens over the cliff. 
can't believe you're mentioning that. Um, well, we're not naming names, but um, I, I it was it was bizarre. So there's a rail there, and it's got a gap at the yeah. bottom of the rail, as as you know, Cam. Just and just enough for your foot to go under. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you probably squeeze a foot under there. And of course, I saw this thing just rolling, and it sounded like a drink bottle, like you know, like a, one of those aluminium drink bottles. And I thought, oh, someone's. And then I looked, I'm like, hang on a minute, that's got a lens wood attached to it. Oh my god, that's a lens. And then, yeah. then the the noise became more like a death rattle, as it just plummeted <laughs> over the edge. And how, how far would that drop be, Cam? One hundred fifty uh, feet, I, something like that. No, no, no it's well, I don't, I don't work, I don't work in your your generational measurements, yes. but so, um, I think it's about three hundred or so meters. Oh, right. So it's quite a bit more than yeah. It's it, yeah. It, I I actually think it's here. I'm going to make another lie. I think it's one of the biggest drops circular drops off a cliff in australia yeah, i think it, it, it was very it was a long way down anyway and safe to say that, that lens may never see the light of day again uh it was probably uh, not it's a funny thing though that that custom that guest of bfop wonderful mm. man really lovely guy uh we won't mention his name but he oh, yeah. he doesn't have much luck at bfop uh if right. anything he should probably stop going because uh, <laughs> <laughs> last year uh he was on my my sunrise at and actually, just just to clarify that, he wasn't on my workshop on this when he dropped his lens. Right. Well, okay. True. That's right. He was on. He was on that other person's workshop. Other who was whose name shall remain nameless because we mention him too often on this show, and he gets too excited yeah. when we mention him. And who's been disqualified from the tree competition? Ah, um, that one. Yes. The, the, that let's one. just say. Let's just say he should be a golfer. That might give. It he away. should be. Yes. What he sh- no, I won't say that. Um, so he was on that <laughs> workshop, but uh, this this gentleman was on my workshop last year, and right. um, we were up at the cathedral at the back of Buffalo, and it's got these little lakes or tarns as we call mm-hmm. them down here, mm-hmm. and it was cold. It was like frosty cold, and I found this great little reflection of this rock formation in this fro- semi frozen tarn, and I sent a few people around. I said, just be careful; it's a bit mushy around the edge, and. We're getting set, like packing up and getting it all done. And this guy comes around the corner and up to his waist, he's like just wet. I'm like, what happened to you, man? He goes, oh, you know, that little lake you said was just a bit squishy by the side. He goes, it's pretty deep too. He'd fallen in it. So, and to rub salt into the wounds on that same bright festival of photography, he put petrol in his diesel car. I think he needs to maybe have a rest from beef. I think he he just, he just needs to stay away. I think. Um, Oh, well, these things happen. Yeah. So, so yeah. which is a wonderful segue into our first topic for the night, which is a quick recap on BFOP. Um, I mean, we don't, we probably don't need to add too much to what we said live from BFOP last episode. Did we do a live um, episode? Did we? <laughs> um, which got a lot of, a lot of very positive feedback there as well. But mm. being a first timer, I'll, I'll have first crack if that's okay. Yeah, you go for it. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Um, it was. I don't want to say it was a surprise. It was an eye opener. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. It was a pleasant, very, very pleasant experience, mind you. BFOP, it's you don't know until you go. There's no doubt about it. You, you, you probably for those of you who haven't been and you've heard people raving on about it, they're right. They're raving on mm-hmm. about it for a reason. Yeah. The level of enthusiasm, the level of fun, the level of creativity in the room, um, the sheer v- volume of excited photographers uh was was brilliant it was something to behold um there's yeah. a real energy a real vibe about all of it uh, everyone's very very keen to learn very eager to get out on the workshops eager to watch the uh, the presentations uh eager to support the traders that come there and try their gear and yeah i mean you could very easily go to beef op and not sleep um and I many think many, some, some many people, people do <laughs> that, happens. that yeah. happens a lot yeah yeah uh but i was very very fortunate uh to get my name into mark watson's uh sports photography workshop mm-hmm. which was all about mountain biking um which floated my boat because i'm a mountain biker not like what we were photo he's this was freestyle mountain biking doing jumps and stuff i'm way too old for that carry on but uh, I enjoy bikes and I enjoy photography. So yeah. uh, being able to go along to his workshop and literally pick the brain of a professional photographer who does this sort of stuff for a living. And Mark's got some amazing stuff. We might link him in tonight's show notes. Um, was a real buzz, a real thrill mm. um, just to see a master at work. Uh, and, and I took so much away from that. Uh, even stuff that I implemented on our Mali workshop, which sounds weird, but 
there yeah, was what? stuff. Yeah, I know. Didn't like like verbatim rip him off, but it was just like stuff that I started looking at sports photography in a new light, which was very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, embrace yeah. the challenge yeah. of it. And very was very, very fortunate to come away with some great shots. I was wrapped with what I what I got during that mm. that workshop. So that was awesome. Uh, and then I got to go on a workshop with Mr. Glenn Lavender, who um, has been on the show. Number one fan of the show. Number one fan of the show. Doesn't has no idea mm. what the podcast is called, but that's okay. Um, yes. And I think uh, he's was the workshop I went on with him was called "Stumbling mm. Around in the Dark Taking Portraits" or something around something like that. I think it was "Stumbling Around in the Dark Taking Shit Photos," wasn't it? Or some, was that "Shit like Photos, that. Shit Locations"? Something like that. Um, Which only he could come up with. And the big difference here was we're doing portraits at night in bright in front of shop windows at one case, at one place in front of a restaurant full of people who were just like, what the hell is going on here? But, um, yeah. and, and using artificial yeah, right. light sources, which is something I don't do. I, I've, I've mm. never dabbled in flash. I've never dabbled in artificial light of any kind. I'm more of a natural light shooter. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was great. It was really, again, another aspect of photography. And that's the point I'm making is, Everyone who goes to BFOP needs to do at least one workshop that they would never have thought of before. Yep. Um, Good like, advice. Yeah. Macro, shoot a wedding, the unicorns in the forest. That was very, that looked like a very cool one, which I wouldn't mind having a crack at next year if I can. Yeah. If I, if I'm uh, able to get up there for it next year. It was, um, yeah, it was very, very cool. And as I say, all the people that, that went to workshops that were outside their comfort zone, I think took away a heap because it all relates to your photography, no matter what kind of workshop it is. Um, you will yeah. pick up tips and tricks that will improve your photography. So why are we pumping up BFOP so much? It's not like they give us a little commission. No, that's right. That. Well, you know what? Someone actually who organizes BFOP, one Mr. Nick Fletcher, mm. uh, could almost become the number one ticket holder. Because yeah. he, they opened he the show in front of- He is a big fan of, of the show. He is. Uh, and you know why he's a big fan of the show? Because mm. he's just a nice guy. He, he he checks his ego at the door. He doesn't buy into all the other crap that the podcast go on about. He's just an honest kind of guy who likes a bit of a, bit of a good time. But in, five, in front of 500 people, as we launched into the opening of BFOP, uh, he had a, a down south photo show hoodie on. Uh, and I think our jingle was played uh, multiple times throughout the <laughs> the presentation of that three day event. So yes. thank you, Nick, for we're happy to plug you if you want to plug us, which is great. It yeah, no, it, 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 yeah. it was great uh, that for him to do that. And it was funny because yeah. we got there and and he's like, oh, can I have your hoodie? I went, you sure can. <laughs> yeah, and on stage he went, and yep. it was funny because uh, as we know, Matt Crummins and Tom Putt run a workshop, uh, run a podcast as well, yes. occasionally, and yes. um, they Matt is obviously the second half of who manages BFOP, so it was a bit of tongue in cheek. But again, that's again, I think your recap of BFOP's spot on. Um, I like I have so many people ask me like, what what's this BFOP thing about? <laughs> like they don't know. It's like it's just a photography festival. It's really cool. Come along, you know. There's no, there's no no big heads or anything like that. It's just it's all about photography. It's all about just loving what we do. And and people are like, oh, I'm not really into that kind of thing. Or oh, it's in bright. That's a long way to go. Or it's this or that. But you're right. Until you do BFOP, it doesn't make any sense. Like it makes roughly some sense as to what it's about. Yeah. And like you said, there's all these workshops, and you know, again, encourage people to come along and try things they're not used to. But the whole three day festival. Is, it really is just a celebration of Australian photography, really, and, and it doesn't matter what level you're at, doesn't matter what camera you shoot, doesn't matter where you live, what your what your beliefs are, doesn't matter. Nothing matters apart from coming along and enjoying photography. So it's on again next year. I think they tentatively put in October 11 to 13, 11 to 14 or something. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't been before, um, the hype is real, um, yeah. and it's it's good hype. Um and like you said, you get to you get to spend time with some incredible photographers. I I certainly don't put myself in the same level as some of the guys that go along there in regards to what they do. Uh, like you said, uh, Mark Watson, and there's a few others that are Adrian Weir and uh, Karen Dobia. Um, you know, there's some amazing. We had some new ones along. We had uh, Jeff Freestone and we had Adam Edwards, two other yep. amazing Australian landscape photographers. So uh, it was really great to catch up with them. But it, it's yeah, it's awesome and value for money. Like it's it's a no brainer. Um, it's unbelievable value for money. It's it's almost criminal that yeah. um, they charge that amount and the amount of stuff you get. So 
Um, and there's lots of competitions, lots of prizes. Like I said, all the tradies are there. There's, we had Camera House Croydon. We had uh, Nico on Olympus. We had uh, Cannon. No, Cannon wasn't there. Who? Cannon. Cannon. Sony, Sony weren't there. No. Um, That'll change. Uh, yeah. No, no, it won't. No, I don't, I don't think they'll get invited. <laughs> um, but if you are True. a Canon or Sony user, uh, you can definitely come along. Uh, our yep. great guest, Adam, who came on the Murray Mallee, was there with his Sony. Absolutely. Uh, and he managed to get through okay. So, yeah, um, it's uh, it's a great a great event. And it's I, really... I don't know um, many other events like that where it costs so little to go to it. Yeah, sure, you got to get to Bright and get accommodation. That I understand that. But yeah. to actually attend the show... And potentially, I mean, I think I spoke to someone who who had signed up for seven workshops, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, yep. But, to, and I'm only using the workshops I went to as an experience, but the, the mountain biking workshop, Julie from Nikon was there and she had it out on the table and I'm guessing here, but if, it, if there wasn't $200,000 worth of camera equipment mm. on that table, I'll go heat. Yep. We're talking the absolute latest, like Z9, we're talking like, you know the 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 all the f two point eight pro lenses that Nikon have, and she was yeah. like, "Would you like a camera? Here you go, and you could use it for the whole workshop. Uh, you had to give yep. it back, sadly, mm, but um, boring. you know, for 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 Nikon to make themselves available for BFOP like that, and to make the gear available for BFOP like that, was yep. credit to them. And I know we poke fun at the big brands on this show, but um, <clears throat> yeah. you know, but that that has actually. Uh, not change my mind about Nikon. I've, I've always thought Nikon gear is fine, but it it, yeah. it actually, um, it was just great to see that support for budding photographers who, you know, let's be honest, may not be able to afford to ever shoot with a camera like that, but they could yeah. get their hands on it, see what that gear can do for them. And then maybe yeah. that might filter down to, you know, the, the lower models that they can afford. And yeah, you know, there are yeah. certainly features in those cameras that, that, that they'd be able to use. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hats off to the everyone who supported BFOP. But well, that's right. I was going to say guys. as well, like there was Nikon that had gear. There was Olympus that had, or OM Systems had gear there as well. Yep. Uh, Camera House had some gear. I think they were lending out. There was Tamron, yep. uh, lower lower lens or lower lens. Yeah. How would you say them? Fujifilm were there. Fujifilm had this thing, that big giant screen they had. How good was that? Fantastic. Um, so, yeah, that that's one thing that is good as well. And, and I, I can see it, and I guess I can see it because I've been there as well. Like you know, we all start out with our photography somewhere. I I can imagine myself going there when I was just starting out in photography and walking around and going, "Oh my god, that's that's a ten thousand dollar lens there. I, yeah. I would never be able to use that." Here you go, play. Here you go, take it outside, have a play with it. Yep. Like it's almost like saying, "Hey, there's a Ferrari. There's the keys. Come for a spin and come back." It's, it's like, exactly wow. like that. Like it's okay, exactly really like. like does, any, does anyone have to hold my hand? No, just go. Yep. Um. So yeah, it is a credit to. Nick and Matt, who put it on, and and uh, Laura and the other partners and wives and, and friends that help out with the whole setting up. Um, it's yep. a big task. And to the other presenters who give up their time relatively freely um, to come along, um, yep. it's an amazing event. So, yeah, definitely get in there if you can next year. Absolutely. It was it was a blast. Um, moving on from sure, that- surely, Surely that gets us some sort of sponsorship now or something. Uh, it was it was actually pretty cool. Um, for those of you who don't know, Cameron and I actually shared uh, accommodation in Bright. Um, oh. <laughs> Where are you going with this? Just remember, all... Brendan. I have a video of you playing golf. Remember, that's all. I, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then we then we literally had a few days apart, and then we met in Swan Hill, Swanee, um, or Swanners. I can't I'm, get going, I'm, I'm going to let you lead off this segment about our uh, trip to Swan right. Hill and our. Mallee yes. Murray Workshop, Ken. Well, the Murray Mallee Workshop uh, was a, a roaring success, I believe, um, based on the feedback we got already and the photos we went and took and the locations we saw. Um, it was great. Yeah, like you said, we had a few days off. We all met in Swan Hill. Uh, we had a little debrief or a little pre-trip meeting in the uh, reception area of the hotel there and we did. got to know each other, exchanged names and details and where, we, where, where we're from, what we shoot. And then the next morning, we we headed out early. Uh, it was early, Brendan, real early. It, it, uh, we think, had, uh, what was departure time? It was 5 a.m., I believe, departure it was time. Stu- it was stupid o'clock. That's what it, it was. It was dark. I know that. It, it was dark. It was dark for a while, too. Um, so we went to Sea Lake to start off our little workshop, and Brendan had gone and um, done some wonderful scouting. 
and uh, managed to look at this. How good am I going? Look, look at that. Just hey, changed my bang. background. You're all uh, over it. So we're out to Sea Lake, which is this amazing spot here. Uh, this is actually after sunrise. We were a bit further around the coast on the left there. But uh, so we went out there, did a sunrise. We then headed back into Sea Lake, had some brekkie. We went back out and got this shot. And then we explored a few things down further south. Uh, we went to an amazing shearing shed, uh, which was thank you to Ian for letting us come on your property. Now, can I just pause you there? Ian, mm. he probably doesn't watch the show. I'm not sure whether he does or not. He bloody well should. I would, doubt, I would doubt very much I, he watches I this show. I doubt that you would meet more of a salt of the earth gentleman than Ian. Yes. He was so lovely to uh, open his entire the McClellan property up to us. Um, the shearing shed was incredible. The, his whole property was incredible. 140 years of history on his property yeah. there. Uh, and we had free reign. He just said, yeah. go wherever you want, take photos of whatever you want, which was just wonderful of him. Well, it was. So that, that property was very cool. Um, and well, originally we were meant to go there when they might've been shearing some sheep, but they obviously got through their, their quota early, which is fine. But yeah. I actually think that worked in our advantage because we had the leftover I guess, remnants and environment of what had been happening the day before. And it just it really gave us more free reign, I think. I think yeah. if they were all there doing that, it would have been a bit more restricted to where we could go. But Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, it was great. We then went to um, – we then went on to – where did we go after that? We went back, we went into, back, back into Sea, sea Lake. Lake. Yeah. Sea Lake and had uh, dinner. We did. And then we went out to do Sunrise, Sunset. Sun, sunset. Well, and that's when at, you got that photo right that's behind where we got you. That's where that's where I got this shot behind me. Then we we got home late that first day. That was a big day. Um, yeah, it was. It was basically. I do remember you walking in, passing out in your bed. <laughs> it was basically sixteen days, sixteen days, sixteen hours on the go for everyone. So with very little downtime in between. Yeah, and in some people might go, "Gee, that that's a big day on a tour." But I think to a person that the cameras were still yeah. clicking and wearing like well late in the day. Um, and I think it was because uh, Lake Tyrrell, which we have spoken about before on the Down South Photo Show, but it's one of those places that's starting to get sort of mythical status about it for photographers. Yeah. Um, I had a chat with Glenn Lavender tonight, actually, just talking about the, he asked he's, how the he's, Mally, me, he's, he's messaging me right now. He asked me how the Mallee workshop <laughs> went and I was telling him and he said, he was saying himself how excited he is to get up to Lake Tyrrell for some portrait work. So yeah. Um, I mean, aside from the natural beauty of the place. So it's definitely mm. an awesome place. If you get a chance to get out there, uh, by all means, go and check it out. Or, oh, gee, who knows? You might want to book a place on the 2024 Mallee Murray Workshop. True. Um, <laughs> so then the next day we woke up not as early. We had a little bit of an easy day the next day. Well, it was it was about 45 minutes later. 45 minutes later, we went to the Swan Hill Bridge Correct. to uh, try and capture some morning light, which didn't really go off. We had a little bit of stuff going on, a bit of mood, mm. Mm. Uh, but it ended up being actually a sports high-speed photography <laughs> workshop with Brendan running through puddles and doing splashes and stuff like well, that. Well, this is, this is where Mark Watson's, Mark Watson's workshop came out in me. It was like, okay, yeah. We had a, we had a puddle on the ground and there was people out jogging yes. and a jogger ran around the puddle and there was a beautiful reflection and a couple of our photographers were already in position. And of course, you know the jogger disappeared, and and then I think I think it was might have been Adam or one of the guys looked back up the track and said, "Oh, gee, I hope another jogger comes along soon." That's right. And uh, we tried and to coax him to run through the the puddle. Right. I just went, "Nah, not no. doing that." And so you know, I, I started just asked the very simple question: "Well, uh, do we know anyone who might be able to run through that puddle for us?" Mm. And of course, it was I was referring to myself, so that people yes. could uh, get the shot. Yes, you were, and we did get that shot. Um, it was good fun, actually, and then it's sort of, it, and again, it's it's sort of, you know, what was, what did you say? Making jam out of pig shit was that? The, yeah, absolutely. That it was it was, yeah. it was thinking on the fly because we, mm. you know, the sunrise, and this is landscape photography. The, the sunrise didn't happen. There was, it was grayed out. There was it was just an overcast day, mind you. Having said that, it gave the bridge more of an industrial sort of grungy look, which I didn't mind. Yeah, um, I, I think that I think that moody sort of grey weather. Yes, it was challenging, but. It, it, it certainly made everyone think outside the box a bit. And we did. We totally thought outside the box. We put you in a puddle. But, That's right. Um, and the same thing. We we went there on the last morning and we had a little bit of sun, but not really not the greatest sunrise again. But again, it created some interesting things. But so after there, after that second morning, we headed back and had some brekkie. 
We did. And then where do we go after that? I can't remember. Can I, can we, did I we do the give, Pioneer Settlement? Was that Pioneer just, Settlement? Well, we did went somewhere else in between, but I'll just give a very quick shout out to Cafe 202 in Swan Hill. If you're ever up in that mm-hmm. neck of the woods, go there for breakfast. Now, we went out to the Murray because um, a little uh, little paddle steamer decided That's to right. come on past us. We so. did. We, we, we watched a paddle steamer. Thankfully, Brendan was... Thankful that came past. So we watched the the pie. Is that what it's called? The pie. P-Y-A-P, the pie app. I did pay attention. I try, I promise. You, you took a great photo uh, of it. It was good. Yeah, it came around the corner. Then we waited around and it came back. It's funny. I, I loved it, actually. it was one. That was one of the funniest parts of the whole trip. Like a panel steamer for folks at home. Doesn't really move at a great rate of knots. It does not. But if you've ever wanted to see eight photographers sort of shit their pants about missing out on a photograph of this thing walk, <laughs> going walking speed... All along the river, there's like we had everyone sort of set up. Make sure you get your compositions. Everyone's ready to go. The paddle steamer came, and everyone just lost it. Oh my god, I've got to get up here. I've got to get up there. Oh my god, I've changed my settings. What am I doing? Yeah. yeah. So it was shooting under pressure. Yeah. But the good thing was, it went up. It does a U-turn and comes back down the river faster than the way up the river. And people got some different shots on the way back. So that was cool. Uh, yeah, we then went very cool, and we went and had a look at the Pioneer Settlement, which um, great. Again, I, apparently I might have gone there. I don't remember. Brendan's got a great shot of the blacksmith. That, yeah, that's the, that's almost an award-winning photograph, that Brendan. Oh, shut your mouth. Um, I think <laughs> I was really, really happy. It, this, this shot came out exactly how I had it drawn up in my mind. Um, right. This is the blacksmith shed at the Pioneer Settlement. Um, they come in and at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, they put on a little show. I think they do one in the morning as well. Uh, where they fire the old forge up there and they make horseshoes and tent pegs and all kinds of stuff. Um, but that whole shed, I mean, it looked like it was just dragged straight out of like 1870. It looks like something out of Hollywood, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it doesn't like, look like real. A set. So that, no. yeah, and, the, and the light was so good because there's so much crap all around the shed. Like it's block, even blocking the light. So it gives us this really nice sort of soft lighting. Uh, yeah, mm. thoroughly enjoyed that. And then, yeah, you're right. We We jumped on said paddle steamer and went up yeah. the river and laid down the challenge for people to tell the story of the paddle steamer. So yeah, that was, that was very cool. I enjoyed that. It was. And then we came back and had a little bit of a downtime, a little bit of a rest. Yes. Uh, and then for sunset. Mm-hmm. We, I went, we went Touchy Wop. We did go. That's right. We went down that's the right. Lake Touchy Wop. Yeah. Which was a God, real challenge because again, the, challenge. Con- the sunset was, was great, but it was blowing a gale. So we had, yeah. didn't have any smooth water to photograph. We had choppy water. Which, yes. um, which, again, we got there and I was like, okay, well, this is a fresh challenge. How do we get yeah. good shots out of this? And I'm here to tell you, some of the best shots of the whole weekend were done at quite possibly the worst location we went to. It was. I think uh, there was a collective, a bit of a collective moan when we walked over that little yeah. track and everyone went, oh, is this it? It's really windy and it's what no are we doing here? water. What's going on? There's no real foreground. There's no nothing. And all of a sudden the, the clouds lit up and the sky did something. There was birds of prey flying around. Um, there was intricate little details of shells and little gnarly dead roots and stuff like that. So, yeah. And and for the whole trip, we we did. I think we did something that was really cool. We played those little photo competitions. Yeah. So every now and then, Brenda just pop out a bus. Right. This is a photo competition. You have ten minutes to shoot this, and off you go. And we gave a few prizes away. Um, so I, I think the guests got a lot out of it because they had to think on the fly a lot like there were certainly times where it was just okay let's set up our cameras and just do the classic sunrise sunset shots and all that kind of stuff but every now and then we'd throw them a curveball and say right guess what you you can only shoot 50 mil at whatever it is f4 and you can't change that or you've got to shoot something that includes this old town hall and you've got to try and make some art out of it so that was really good and then the last day is that the last day we're up to? Where well, are we? it's sort of technically yeah. the second last day, which was on second Sunday, day. where we That's hit right. the road and did, did the did the big Melly we did <laughs> Melly Loop drive, I guess. We did. We had a sleep in because the sunrise was not meant to be any good, and yeah. I think it turned out it probably would have been okay. Um, as it happens, be, turned out to be foggy, but that's okay. We'll that get foggy, that which time. is fine. Uh, so then we went up to Naya Naya West. Naya West, well done. Which which has to be. Uh, I think you. I think everyone overplayed it a bit as to how sort of weird it might have been. I actually found it quite a normal little country town. Yeah. But the buildings there, like you said, they were very cool. Uh, we did a live uh, Facebook page post from there with with the buildings, and it was cool. And like there was, it did feel weird in a way that some of the stuff in the windows of the shops is like 
this hasn't been open since 1975, this place. I, I, I and probably hasn't window, been. Yeah, I looked through the window of one of the shops and there was this old ladder there and, and the roof had literally caved in. And I swear, yeah. no one's been in that room for nope. 40 years. Yeah, it was like it was like a time capsule. So um, weirdly, though, what do you know the thing I found the weirdest about that town? Like, yes, all the shop fronts were great. Mm-hmm. You know, the characters walking along the street. Mm-hmm. So you, you think this this is... You think I, I think I know what you're going to say, yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe. Uh, so we're looking around this town. It's a bit derelict and it's got, you know, one IGA. That's the only thing that seems to be open. But over the road in the background is this gospel choir singing in the church. That's exactly what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. And <laughs> like, we got out of the car and the first thing I thought, I'm like, I reckon they're Islanders, those guys singing, because white people can't sing that yeah. good. Yeah, um, there and are a were. lot of Islander workers out there on the farm. So, and- that's right, they're farm pickers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and the only reason I know that because I got married in Fiji in a church and we had a gospel choir sing at our mm-hmm. wedding, mm-hmm. and it sort of brought back a few goosebumps. That, but so you're walking around this really cool, quaint, weird, derelicty kind of horror set movie town, and in the background you got this beautiful choir playing. It was just weird. So, yeah. but that was pretty cool. Then we headed off down a road. Uh, it was the Naya uh, Ch- Chinkapook. Chinkapook Correct. Road. We we, we yeah. headed from from Naya West. We headed from Naya West. We headed west towards Chinkapook. Um, yeah. We were lucky enough to stop on a couple of locations where that we got the, hay bales in the paddock. The hay bales, good. Yeah, all the and rolling then hay the bales. Four silos, which I'm here yes. to say, you have got a phenomenal photo of. I just thought you I just like thought what one. you did there was great, that, and I, I saw. Don't know where it is. I saw quite a few participants' photos from that spot as well, and it was really good yep. because. It was one of those locations that you and I had never seen. So yep. our participants got to see how we would go about shooting a scene like that. Mm. Real yeah. fly on the wall stuff. Um, and, and, and personally, I like to call that money can't buy experience where you get to see a professional literally stalk a location and work work the locations yeah. to, to, to their best advantage, if you like. We only had yeah. 20, 25 minutes there. But yeah. that was more than enough to see people, or to see you in action, to see me in action, to see what we were trying to achieve here. Yeah. And in fact, I think it was um, uh, D1 who came, David one. We've had two Davids yeah. on the trip, D1 and D2. D1, yeah. lovely gentleman who came away with an absolutely gorgeous image of that as well. So uh, that yeah. was that was very cool. Yeah. Um, and, and you're right. That is, um, it's something cool. And you can actually see people build up. Um, as you go along at a, at a location, like you stop there and like, we, like I said, we, we were like, we weren't planning to stop there. We didn't even know it was there. We just oh, right. pull the bus over. Let's go here. Um, so what I like is, and I think this is a good tip for people listening is within about three or four shots, you can, you can change dramatically the shot you're originally going to get. So everyone got there and just went, Oh, there's a, there's a crop field and some silos bang. They put everything in the middle and everything was sort of a bit unbalanced. And then we changed a few things around. We got a bit lower. We incorporated some of the wheat, uh, the, the wheat in the foreground, and had the silos using a bit more negative space. And then we changed aperture and we started shooting really shallow aperture on the very background to blur the foreground out. And within three shots, three or four shots, people went from "Oh, there's a happy snap" to "Hey, these are really nicely constructed shot yeah. of a real Mallee Murray country sort of scene." So, you know, sometimes it only takes a couple of steps to go from to go from happy snapping to not happy snapping have you got a visitor have you yeah i did have a visitor i had a visitor (laughs) pop in but uh uh, we are in the middle of a podcast so it's not it's not the guy in it's not the the the, uh the blacksmith either he's he's not (laughs) um so yeah after that we went to chinkapook which has a railway crossing some silos and a town hall where brendan apparently had been to a 21st there once Ridiculous. The girl that wasn't his wife. Mm. Yes, <laughs> well, back in the day. I wasn't married at that point. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So we did a photo challenge there. Then we moved on to, uh, don't tell me. Oh, God. What's it called? W. Starts with W? No. We went to Menangatang. Oh, Menangatang. God, I can't. I got my God. Menangatang, where the races were the day before. We weren't yeah. betting on them, I swear. No. Um, and that that was a very cool location too. Yeah, we, we had um, the um the old train station there and railway yeah. station and the old again silos. Have you ever seen so many wheat silos, Cameron? Yeah, there's a lot. Um, yeah. What I loved about Menangatang was I think Menangatang was the outside version of what you got behind you with the blacksmiths. I think that that blacksmith uh, little shop there had a zillion shots you could take in there, 
and Menangatang was the same along that train station and wheel uh, silos. And, you know, we had the, the grain on the ground that you took a shot of. We had yeah. the tracks with the leading line. We had the old derelict building. We had the silos. We had Dave D1 posing on the train. Like we had it all sort of happening there as well. Yeah, it was great. And then we headed south. Uh, from there, we headed south to Sea Lake again. We were back in Sea Lake. We Sea Lake yeah, sort of became the hub of the whole trip, didn't it? It was sort of our touchstone for the whole trip. It was sort of like the middle of the crosshair, wasn't it? We went That's through right. there a few times, and yeah. we went down to Lascelles, 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 yeah, Lascelles, to what we think was the first original painted silo. Yeah, I, my understanding is it was one of the first, well, if not the first silo art in the whole of Victoria, and it was painted by Geelong artist Roan, who is very, very well known in this area. Um, and yeah, absolutely spectacular silo art in mm. Lascelles. Probably my fa- well, it'd be pretty close to my favourite silo art in the whole area. Yeah, that was very cool. Uh, was. And then we headed back to Sea Lake for dinner. We did, and then on the way home, that was going to be our last sunset. And we thought, well, you know, we'll see what happens on the way home. Looking a bit boring. The lights fading off. I don't think it's going to happen. I think you and I might have looked at each other a few times and said, oh, it looks like we're just going back to the hotel room. Yep. And all of a sudden, these storms has rolled in from the west. We pulled over. When it went down a road uh, and found a little crossroad with access or early access to the fence of a wheat field. Yep. And we had this beautiful storm roll over. So with these beautiful endless wheat fields with a couple of little trees and these massive storms coming over the top. Um, that was pretty cool as well. It was actually a nice way to finish it off. It was. Um, so then we went back and the next morning we wrapped up things. Uh, we did a, another sunrise shot at the bridge, Swan yep. Hill Bridge. We wrapped it up. And uh, we sent people on their merry way to their next adventure. So it was, it was awesome. Yeah. I think it was great. Um, I must admit, I'll be totally honest here. When you floated the idea of the Murray Marley to me, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, look, it, it could work. It could not. It's probably going to depend a lot on weather. I, you know, I had all these things in my head as you do. Um, but pretty much from the first morning being out here at Sea Lake, I went, okay, we're on here. This is this this place has got absolute gems everywhere so it has yeah. credit to credit to you for floating the idea thank you thank you um, no, I, and- I, I had full confidence and and i think yeah. because well a because i grew up in the area so that that mm. really helped and i knew a lot of the locations more importantly i just knew the drives i knew the roads would have as you say hidden gems on them along the way and yeah. to me although the friday and saturday were great they were they were quite structured days though so that we could get people into good areas to take photos sunday yeah. became a little less structured, which I we knew our locate, we knew where we had to be and when we had to be there. But yeah. along the way, the journey was actually, I think, to me, the probably the biggest highlight of the trip, particularly when we got yeah. out of Naya West and headed along that stunning section of mm. road. And it's not the Mallee Highway; it's the road that's south of the Mallee Highway, and yeah. uh, it's just absolutely gorgeous. There's salt pans out there, the dead trees that we went past. That's right, they're cool. All the yeah. wheat fields, the silos. Chinkapook itself. I mean, I just like saying the name Chinkapook. Who wouldn't like saying that multiple times? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was it was awesome. Um, yeah, really enjoyed. Are we going to are we going to go again? Uh, we we will be definitely going again. Now, can, can I can I can I give you something without notice? Yes, you can. Uh, I know your son has a birthday around that time of year. Yes, yes, he does. What what what, what day is that? That is the seventh of October. Okay, so you're free for BFOP. <laughs> Correct. And I'm floating the idea that we do the Murray Mallee workshop from the 15th of October yes. to the 19th of October. That makes all kinds of sense, Cameron. It, it should be because it's actually on my website already. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I reckon yeah. that's roughly when we're going to, we'll, we'll confirm that, but um, yeah. and, I and this we'll is that again next year. Uh, I'm not, this is not heavy promoting or pushing anyone into it. I guarantee you that's going to sell out again. We, we had people this time around that were disappointed. Well, now that we've mm. done it once and we know yep. what people will get from it, um, yes. all you have to do is is talk to anyone, any of the eight participants that came on it. Um, they'll tell you that uh, we're not yeah. just, yeah, we're not making it up. We 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 got into some great spots. Um, yeah, we did. And yeah. I, think, I think if anything, uh, the one thing that probably was a little bit disappointing on the trip for me mm. was that we didn't get any crazy weather like like yeah. it, it, it would be it, we had really nice weather pretty much but i would love to see like a massive storm come through yeah. there or yeah something really like some amazing sunrise and stuff like that so yeah i think i think it's only going to get better next year when we do it absolutely um, so yeah it was good i loved it and yep. uh proofs in the pudding mate the photos look great 
Yeah. Um, for those of you who are on the audio version of the podcast, I have been putting up a few photos on the screen uh, throughout the episode as Cam was reeling off a few of the locations. So um, be, jump on board. And, <laughs> thank you. Jump on board and check <laughs> out the episode because it is really worth watching. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming, Cam, you might have a few of the photos up on your website or somewhere or somewhere where people can yeah, see Yeah, sure. Let's put them. I'll have a uh, a we'll new section of my website soon. Yeah. We'll yeah. put it up there. As as will I, and we will link that at some point down the track. Yeah, um, yeah sure. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Really, really good. Uh, great wrap on that trip and uh, mm. very already excited about next year. Should we just, while we're here, should we briefly mention the other workshops we've got available as well? No, I wouldn't. Okay, fine. Uh, yeah, we should. Great Ocean Road. <clears throat> yes, Sorry. Great Ocean Road well, in that, May, which is now more than Road half sold out. Is that right? Yeah, because two people, at least two people from the workshop we just did mm-hmm. have booked on the next one already. So yes. this is one of the benefits of coming on workshops with us. You get first bite of the cherry for the next one. That's right. Or you get, uh, you, get I, you know what I find, and I'm sure it's true, and we all do it, but I feel people come on a workshop, they're like, oh, I'll come on a workshop. I'll see how these two are. They look like they're dickheads on on the show, but they might be okay. They might not be. Let me oh. just test it out. And they come and do one, and they realize like, yeah, they are dickheads. But you know what? They're yeah. my kind of dickheads, yeah. and I want to hang out with them, and we want to oh, do more stuff. So I, I think exactly I think in this in the spirit of BFOP, it was it was it was the no BS workshop. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. What you see we is what you get. Customers, we get <laughs> <laughs> what you see is what you get with us. Um, oh, one yeah. one bit of one bit of extra feedback as well. The 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 food. The meals, the places oh, yes. we went to eat were absolutely yeah. fantastic. I mean, yeah, I don't think we had a dud for the whole time. Yeah, look, we, we went to a, the odd pub or two, but yeah. that's what it's all about. I'll tell, the tell you what the meals were. They were bloody big. <laughs> yeah, it, it felt, I felt like it was a little um, oh, we, we, ta- we taste for your trip to the US, I think. We, yeah, we didn't uh, We didn't mention, we only do this briefly, but we didn't mention the Lake Boga Hotel Rockabilly absolutely. that was there. There's a rock, could we, we, could we have dinner. timed it better? And there's this lady come, literally Brendan pulls the bus in and this lady rocks up in a leopard skin furry jacket, lipstick to the hilt, hair up in a bun. She goes, oh, uh, can you not park here? We've got a rockabilly going on here tonight and there's all these old cars coming. Just move your bus down here. You're more than welcome to join in. And we went in there and there was Elvis, there was Fonzie, there was, you know, everyone. There was a whole was lot little, of- Little kids in leather jackets. It little kids. Cool. How's the kid with the mullet? That's the best brilliant. mullet I've seen in millions Absolutely. of years. Absolutely. But uh, it was great. So, it but was. yeah, uh, Great Ocean Road workshop we have in May. There's four spots left on that, mm-hmm. uh, which I think will sell. Um, again, that'll be another great trip down in your backyard. Yep. Uh, and then the one in my backyard, which is the Tarkon, the Cradle, that's already sold out. But uh, based on how quick that one sold out, I would suggest that'll run again. Yes. Um, so it's growing nicely, our little Facebooky, uh, podcasty YouTube show. Yeah. Uh, workshops. And, and I think, um, and this is without notice as well, but um, there's a very, very good chance that a fourth workshop will be added throughout the calendar year. So um, Jesus. I when think I the Down South Photo Show, the Down South Photo Show will probably run four workshops a year. Uh, the fourth one that we'll, we are seriously considering can we hint to where we might be considering that, Cameron, or not? You probably don't know. About this? <laughs> uh, it's in an area of Victoria that that rhymes with champions. Champions. Oh, yes, it does. Yes. 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 yes mm. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll leave that one. I reckon we, will. we, we, we will. need to, we'll, we need we'll to build that one up. But we'll if you back. can work out the cryptic clue of champions <laughs> in Victoria, uh, <laughs> leave right. a comment below and see if you can guess where it might be. Exactly. Um, we were going to discuss the fact that Cameron, mm. Cameron straight away from OM system. Would you want to hold yeah. that over the next week? Or are you happy to to, to uh, breach that? Yeah, look, got I, I feel I, got a few minutes. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I have a confession to make. Confession time, Cameron. Confession. I've already sat on the couch with you once this week. This I'll is true. Sit on the couch. <laughs> I'll sit on the couch again. Um, so at the BFOP, at the BFOP, at BFOP. The- at the BFOP. It is the BFOP. It is, it the, is the BFOP. Yeah, yeah, the, the BFOP. Um, as I mentioned, that first photo I had on my screen up at Mount Hotham, we ran into the Nikon crew. And now, Julie, I've known I've known Julie since I was about 18, Julie from Nikon. She is an industry legend. Um, and aside from being an industry legend, she's probably one of the nicest people you will meet on the planet. She is uh, openly caring, openly helpful. She's just a lovely soul. And uh, I don't think you'll ever hear anyone say a bad word about Julie. 
uh, Julie, Ross, and Cindy were the three guys that were helping out at uh, Nikon. And I ran into him with my mate Jamie up at dinner plane and we pulled in. I was actually trying to go to the, I was pulling in to go to the Dunny and I saw their car sitting there and they had the back open with all the Nikon gear to sit in there because they'd packed up and I'm like, oh. And Jamie's like, oh, there's the Nikon guys. I'm like, oh, I'll go sit there and walk over there. And Julie's like, what do you want to use, Cam? Just grab something out of the boot and have a go. I'm like, oh. Like this is this like the uh, take a ball of lolly get in the back of the van type of thing where I'm going to get kidnapped or something? So I pulled out the ZF, the Nikon ZF, which is that old school camera, which I do like the look of because it looks like the old Nikon FMs, and I love the FMs. Um, and I picked it up and they put a lens on it and started shooting. I'm like, oh, this feels okay, not too bad. And then she said, oh, try this lens. And they gave me like a 400 2.8 or something like that. I'm like, oh. And we're shooting at all those dead trees and the valleys. It was really nice light. Anyway, we got talking and um, talking about how I, I use a lot of my OM gear and it was a very interesting conversation, but I walked away with it thinking, have I just done something wrong? Like, have I just cheated on someone or because I actually, <laughs> felt I, dirty. Used, I felt dirty, but in a good way, I walked, I walked away and I thought to myself, okay, I've used a Nikon, I've used Nikons, like guests have Nikons, you get and help them and stuff. And I've always sort of hung a bit of shit on their menu systems and I still hold that a little bit to, to, to be true. Um, but I guess it's like any system once you start using a menu system. But the, the ZF was good, and I picked up a, a Z8 as well and played around with them. And I must admit, the first thing that came to my attention was they're not as heavy as I thought they were going to be. So I was actually quite surprised with that. Um, and they they just look nice. They feel nice. They sound nice. The files, I got the files off and had a look. And so, yeah, I, I'm here to, I'm here to uh, you know, make an announcement that I used the Nikon and I actually enjoyed it. Um, which either says one or two things. Either one, that I am easily swayed by pretty shiny things, <laughs> or two, it still doesn't matter what camera you use. If the experience is good, if the light's good, if you, you get a nice couple of shots out of it, really, you you don't, when you press that shutter, you don't remember what camera you're using. All you That's remember right. is what you're shooting. So uh, a shout out to Nikon. This is, I guess, this is the biggest Nikon love we've ever done. Um and I can already feel the comments saying, no, you're changing over and you you traitor and coming to the dark side and you finally saw the light, all these things. Um, I haven't made any decision as whether or not I'm going to be changing brands over anything like that. I'm quite happy where I am. But uh, yeah, great shout out to Nikon. Um, you know what? They rock up to BFOP. Um, they they bring their gear along. They're very generous with their time and, and knowledge. So shout out to them. Um, if you don't have not used the Nikon before, if you like the old school cameras, Go and have a play with the ZF. It's a really cool camera. Um, I am considering maybe trying to get my hands on one for a bit more of a play because yeah. I just like that old school feel about it. So, but yeah, again, thanks to Julie, uh, Ross, and Cindy. And they the next morning we caught up again and they they bought myself and Jamie breakfast before we left Bright. So can't thank them enough for that. Um, and you know what? They're better than Canon because Canon don't even rock up. So Canon right. can get stuffed. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on I'm on the Canon hate wagon now. Yeah, I, I had I did manage to pick up a couple of Nikon cameras when I was at BFOP as well, and I've been a Nikon shooter for a long time, so um, I'm not, uh, you know, there's there was nothing new to me there. But what yeah. was new to me, I guess, was their their mirrorless. I haven't really played around with their mirrorless mm-hmm. system too much. Um, it seems to me like a lot of the kinks have been ironed out and things are improving. Uh, didn't get my hands on yep. the ZF, but I am keen. I think it, it, I'm also it it Just- actually reminded me a lot of my om5 to be honest but uh yeah, yeah maybe a little a, bit a, bigger that's all it's actually a bit bigger than that and heavier than that but chuck a 50 mil on it or a 35 or a 24 or something like that and you would almost feel like you're shooting a z uh, uh, uh fm back in the yeah. fm2 or an fm yeah, yeah so cool cool I, I think that's cool when companies go back into their their heritage and, and build cameras around yeah, so again what on nikon if you want to sponsor the show please contact uh cam at tasphoto.com.au to talk further Absolutely. or or even sponsor the down south photo show could you imagine that's what i mean, Spon- that's what I mean. sponsor the show yeah too right. you know what let's let's i'm going to reach out to julie and say do you want to sponsor an episode i i, I would i would doubt that she would hesitate hmm. but we'll see no pressure no pressure anyway, Julie. but thank um you. housekeeping time beer donations uh well we, we have had, had yeah we've had uh, a couple of weeks well we I'm, I'm actually very very happy to say that david marland hello david he donated yes. us Quite a few beers. I have taken a six pack home with me. Yes, yes. That is what is it? Kieran, it's a Japanese. 
Kieran Ajabachi, Ichiba. Thank you. Yep. Um, that, that's a very nice drop. So thank you, Dave Marlin, for giving us that. Uh, Mel H, a mm-hmm. couple of beers came our way. Mel, we miss you on the Mally workshop, the yeah. Mel. Maybe it's the, the Mal- Mal- Mally workshop, workshop next year. Who knows? Yeah. Mm. Um, Jenny, who came on the Mally workshop, has also donated a slab of beer. <laughs> like we need any more encouraging. She, she obviously liked what she saw and said, I think I might poke that forward, put a bit more uh, uh, petrol mm. on that fire. So yeah. thank you. Uh, Laura yep. M, thank you, Laura, for giving us a beer. And Lee D, thank you so much yep. for buying us a beer. If you would like to buy us a beer, head to dsps.com.au. How polished are we now as a show? <laughs> we're not Polish, we're Australian. Ooh, boom. <laughs> very much. Cameron, what, Shit joke. look into your crystal ball and tell me what you've got coming up in the future. Uh, uh, future is only a few days away. I'll be correct. heading up to, did you say prick? I said correct. <laughs> I thought you just called me a prick then. No, no. Um, what I said and what you thought I said were two different things. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I head up on the weekend to the very top of Australia, going up to Kakadu for a five day workshop. So we're going to spend three days in Kakadu and then two days back in Darwin, exploring the Litchfield National Park as well. Um, it's going to be good. Five star Dan's coming along. He's never been there either. Well, How, I've been exciting. There here, How exciting. How uh, exciting. The great workshop. It's going to be a tad warm. Uh, I would only imagine. Mm, at the moment, the average temperature in Kakadu is 41 per day. Fantastic. But there is storms starting to roll through each day, which is what we were sort of wanting for. And then back to Darwin, we'll go visit some beautiful waterfalls and stuff like that. So looking forward to it. Got uh, pretty much a full house for that one, which is awesome. Wonderful. Uh, and then uh, I'm back here for a couple of weeks before I do a Franklin River trip. And then I'm done for the year pretty much, apart from right. the U.S., Yes. Well, that's going to be awesome. Um, what about you? Well, I've, I didn't want, I can't really say because the person that I'm going to visit doesn't know I'm going to visit them, but I am uh, um, right. jumping, on the, jumping on the big bird to Queensland. So um, looking forward to that. That's uh, for, I think, three or four days next week. Uh, well then, and then we have the, <laughs> <laughs> then we have the downhill <laughs> run to the big fella with the big sack coming our way so who me uh, <laughs> the uh yeah so he, here we go um in retail strap, christmas time strap in. Is, that's right so let, let me just say i'm looking forward to january already but uh we'll get there um awesome yeah. I, I think i think that's an episode i think that's a wrap hopefully you have enjoyed uh, seeing and hearing about our adventures through the mallee and northwestern victoria um and northeast of victoria as well in case i didn't make it very very clear thank you cam for for uh being one half of that workshop and making it such an experience uh, i same, thoroughly same enjoyed it um i felt like it was a well-oiled machine but nice and relaxed just how people like it yeah i think uh i agree and it was great to finally do a multi-day workshop with you we've been talking about yeah, it for a while absolutely um and you know what? it was awesome to be able to do it in your backyard to start with um yep. That's a great way to sort of kick off what could be a beautiful relationship going forward. Absolutely. And also then the returning serve down to Tasmania next year. I can't yes, wait. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I don't know if you've done this on purpose, but you did seem to avoid one important part of that trip. Uh, do tell. We play golf the next day. Oh, apologies. Of course, had um, I had I taken the trophy, I probably would have mentioned it. But uh, I'm sure you would have. But you we, didn't, we, did folks, you? we had we had the inaugural, <laughs> inaugural, which is the worst word to say. Inaugural. You know what? If you get your phone and turn, tap the speaker and just say inaugural, it'll type it out for you. Exactly. That's um, we had the inaugural uh, down south photo show tour golf day, so yeah. we plan on mixing a little bit of. Um, uh, yeah, be careful you work. Be careful you were this. We're um, not doing workshops around playing golf. <laughs> no, we are not. But uh, as it turns out, when 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 in Swan Hill and one wants to partake in the wonderful mm. uh, sport of golf, one mm. heads to uh, the Murray Downs Golf and Country Club, which lovely. is yes. one of the best golf courses on the Murray River. Um, and we played uh, eighteen holes, and Cam yeah. got the chocolates. Uh, yes, in the first, I did. Just uh, by, yes. By, Two stable for points. I was coming home with a wet sail, but I couldn't quite yes. get the head of steam up. But uh, no. it was, uh, 
It was, it was great. Good. It was a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to Craig and especially Luke for, sh- for yeah. organizing the round of golf for us. Yeah, that, that was awesome. That's Thank Murray you, Downs Golf and Country Club. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can they sponsor a show? Can they sponsor us uh, the whole year? I think they kind of did. <laughs> they sort of did, didn't they? Yeah, they did actually. Because we, yeah, mm. yeah. But that was good. We had a great yeah. time up there and I look forward to the next one. But uh, yeah, what are we up to now? 98 next week? Yes. Yeah, that's uh, that's. Uh, I'll be in Kakadu. Close. Maybe, well, hopefully, we'll, I can do one. We'll work it out. Surely they have the internet up there now. You know that? Do they? <laughs> that's it, folks. That's the podcast. That's been episode ninety-seven of the Down South Photo Show. Thank you so much for joining in. Big shout out to everyone who joined us on the workshop over the last week, and we yep. will see you all for episode ninety-eight of the Down South Photo Show next week. Bye for now. Great episode, Prince. That's so much better than the other one that they, the other show doesn't happen. Bye. Cheerio.